Ooh, that was nice and full. That was a full one. It was like a Yeah, I approve. It's like a, the reverb on it. <laughs> Dude, Vanguard's going to win. I, I really think they are. I think their pit's better than everybody else, and the battery is may, might not be the top battery, but I think they're going to win. I think it's... I mean, I think it's the setup to where they have a great package both in the battery and the front. Not that other people don't, but that maybe their average of those is first. Uh, <laughs> they're definitely not the best battery to me uh, as far as drumline, but and there might be some other pits out there that are better than their pit, but the average of both, I guess, I mean, is really good. But yeah, it's it's honestly it's, like, it's not my cup of tea. But in my opinion, we can get into that a little bit more. I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll get into detail, but. I think all of the top five are just really good. I think they're all phenomenal. It's wild. There's a lot of really good yep. stuff. And I'm talking actually to my wife about this too. We just like the shows better. Like the overall shows this year of groups, I like just better than last year. Like they're more enjoyable to watch. Uh, it doesn't seem like they carry on too long. Like you get bored. Like last year I would get super bored halfway through a lot of the shows. Uh, these one, these this year they hold my attention a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. So before we go any further, welcome everyone to the Aged Out Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Fantini, and with me as always is Evan Worrell. And please help us out. We appreciate it if you give us that subscribe subscription on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. We're also on Spotify. All of that helps us just grow and kind of continue to make this thing and raise awareness and so on. And today is just kind of a check-in episode. Atlanta happened a few days ago, and we're just going to go over scores, opinions about placements, what we think might happen at DCI Finals, and anything and everything that might just come off of that. So who won drums in Atlanta? The same group that's won drums all year long. Yes. <laughs> The same group that I said when we first started a couple minutes ago was going to win drums for the absolute fourth year in a row. And it's, it's going to be close, man. It's going to be close. Like, we'll get into the spreads, I guess. But I think there's a lot of factors that are going to have to happen. It's going to depend on who's on the field finals week for all three shows because obviously yeah. the, the, the caption awards are now uh, an average of the night's for brass, color guard, uh, visual, percussion, and I guess GE does it average too. Do we know who the judges are for those three nights in drums? Um, no, I don't think they've released that yet. I usually can get them though beforehand because the cores usually get a list like, oh, this person, and then I get somebody to send me the list. And so, yeah, I would imagine Christensen would be in that mix somewhere. Um, Possibly AK, possibly Prospery. Sometimes they throw a, a different person in there, like Lightsky's been in there in finals a couple of years. I heard that Jeff Brooks might be in this year on finals week. We'll oh, see. cool. Cool. I'd be, definitely be okay with uh, any of those guys. But is, is Prospery, he's judging the summer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He judged the Atlanta Regional, actually. Okay. Well, and cool. then Chris Heston, I saw, was on the list to judge a show. I was like, yeah, I don't know if he... <laughs> judged uh last year or previous years but i think it's cool he's back out there if this is his coming back to the party uh season but i always thought that he left really good tapes for Endor and just i don't know he's kind of judged he really liked 
that was like excited about what you're doing but still critiquing it so it wasn't just like hater and giving you tick tapes yeah i've <laughs> never i've never had any issues with nevis tapes or anything like that for groups that i've been a part of that he's judged but so vanguard won drums in atlanta who got second uh hold on where am i at i gotta go to the uh, bd okay uh we'll talk about them in a minute because they've done what typically bd does but we'll get to that in a minute so uh third was blue coats, coats. okay yep. fourth was who crown crown fifth cavaliers sixth cadets well wait, wait, wait time out time out the cavies are fifth yep that <laughs> we got to talk about that here in a minute after we go over the rest yeah. of these placements that's that's a very the Cavaliers are a very interesting animal this summer, but we'll get get into that here in a minute. So after Cadets in sixth, who else we got? I'll just run through. We got BK. Okay. Eighth was Boston. Ninth was Phantom. Then Blue Stars, Crossmen, Spirit, Colts, Mandarins, Scouts. Ouch. Crest, uh, Troopers, Academy, Music City, Surf, Genesis, Cascades. Rounded out the top 22. <laughs> okay. All the way down. Nice. All the way down. So let's finish talking about Vanguard first. I, I think they're going to win a drum trophy again. I think that is a well-oiled machine. We've said it in past summers, and it's going to keep just getting better and better. So I think they have a good enough all-around package that Vanguard is just going to win again. And have there has there ever been a group that's won four years in a row? I know the cadets won three or one oh two oh three. No, to my knowledge, I don't think that there's been anyone that has won four in a row. I'd have to backtrack. I'm sure it's on snare science. I know cadets have had a few in a row. Maybe a one oh two oh three they won three in a row, but I know they definitely went in they didn't win in two thousand four. Yeah. Because that was Vanguard. And I don't think they won in 2000 on the front end of that because I'm pretty sure that was the Cavaliers to 2000 maybe. I don't know. Maybe they won four years in a row. Yeah, whatever it was. But either way, that's my pick already. I mean, Atlanta happened. I've seen a lot of videos from the lot. I've seen – I saw their show on the field, I think, in San Antonio. Um, the core is not going to win. I think that's Blue Devils or Blue Coats gold medal. And they've been kind of in a dogfight. Yeah, they've been flip-flopping almost on a nightly basis. I think that BD is going to win overall, personally. I just think that they're going to peak at the right time like they do and that their show is clever enough and crafty enough. The tap-dancing part of the show um, on the prop just goes on way too long. But that's just I think that there's has a little bit more oomph to it. I don't know of a better way to put that. But as I watch the blue coats, and they change their ending, and some people don't like it, and I'm like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be wait, enough. The blue coats change their ending, and people don't like it, or the blue devils? Blue coats. Okay. I heard about the new ending, but I haven't seen it yet. So. And, man, I think at the end of their show, there was like a trombone quartet trio duo. I don't know the number of them, <laughs> but I was watching on the stream Atlanta. I was like, man, this dude is just. Uh, just parked here for like the last three minutes of the show. Like his resets are glorious. Reset yeah. to page, blah, blah, blah. Like, huh. Solid. I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. BD is closing the gap. And I think blue coats are closing the gap too, as far as like the drum spreads go. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, night beat at night beat the day after the regional, they were all back together, like the top eight groups yeah. and BD beat 
vanguard on the field in achievement, <laughs> and they were 0.5 away from them overall in percussion. So it was close. It's a little close, but yeah, I the, sp- mean, the spreads get a little weird. But I definitely want to talk about BD for a second because I mentioned earlier they've been an anomaly to me. Like they've been like a roller coaster up and down all season, and they're definitely coming on strong at the end. And like you said, that's just typical BD fashion. That's what they always do. I don't know why I ever doubted them. I mean, two episodes ago or our early season impression episode, I was kind of like, this is a super young BD line. Like they don't look like normal and. I saw their lot videos from Atlanta, and I was like, oh, BD does know what they're doing, and look at that. Except they're the a top three group. Except I still don't think the quad line looks like a typical quad line for BD. No, I will, I will stand by that statement. I, I don't think they're what BD's quad line has typically been over the past couple decades, but I still think they're good. Yeah, they're still good. I mean, we're splitting hairs, and we're critiquing to the nth degree, especially when we're picking these – these groups apart yeah but i mean i guess that's that's what we're doing that's that's why we're doing it so yep and that's always bd's thing it's like if they can just get consistent enough they always typically have the vehicle to win or place where they want to place i mean i remember when we did that podcast with ryan ellis he talked about he's like we knew that when we got to the end if we just executed and played great and we had the tools and the the vehicle to win yeah uh so it really just comes down to can they get consistent enough the last like couple weeks of tour and some years they do and they win and some years they do and they don't win i guess but yeah, they, i mean <laughs> they definitely some years they, they don't i mean that was the case last year in finals lot like watching they play reps and the drum line you're like wow that was really good the next time you're like that was not good <laughs> yep it's just and they're one of the few groups too that you could make the argument they play better on the move than they do standing still just because they all move so well. Yeah, they they don't move and play a lot this year, but when they do, it's immaculate as always. But Vanguard um, didn't move and play a lot either, which is interesting. No, it doesn't don't. seem to be affecting their uh, percussion scores at all. No. That they don't do as much body as everybody else, and they don't move as much that as everybody is, else. That's the most interesting thing about it to me, that – they don't play that game that everybody else does and have all this crazy body and and uh, like they're in the lot like it's 2005 still, just arced <laughs> up, just throwing down. And you look at their show and they don't do all the all the stuff everybody else does and they're beating everybody. So so after after we have BD, um, blue coats were in third. So there was kind of a discussion that went on between you, me, and our friend Brian about debating between Vanguard and Bluecoats, who's the better drumline. And the comment was made that the Bluecoats drumline's clean is a better clean. And I guess, I know that's a very subjective thing. What you like as clean is different from person to person. But I would probably agree with that. For me, that involves a lot of sound quality and the discussion about like just the blend and balance and the fullness to the battery sound. Um, I prefer the blue coats clean sound to Vanguard's, but I was the one in the group that said, I, I, I think blue coats tick more than Vanguard. Now I will, qual- hold on. I will, I will qualify that statement with, well, qualify isn't the right word, but I'll follow that up with, this is the best blue coast battery since 2015. I think hands down, they're very, very good. Yeah, Blue Coats are jamming this year. I, I I've very openly 
critiqued him previously of previous years. And I mean, that's just my opinion, but I really like what they're doing this year. I think they play well, the beats. I, I think that their battery book, if we're just talking battery and going off that real quick is more challenging than Vanguard's. And I think that when they play, when they play their best, their best is better than Vanguard's best right now. I sit down and I listen to some videos of Vanguard and it's really good, but you can just hear stuff popping out like, oh, crush that diddle, up, oh, crush that, didn't start that roll together. And of course, really nitpicking, but I'm just not on the bandwagon of like, they're going to win and it's theirs. They're, they're for sure going to win because I don't, I don't necessarily believe that right now. So Okay. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I think also, their, book, their book is a lot harder bar, than Vanguard's. BD, BD did win four drum trophies in a row before in 83, 84, 85, and 86. Okay. So. Got to the bottom of that one. Yeah. Uh, 80s BD. Rocking it. Let's move past the Bluecoats now, and Crown is in fourth. Crown and is in fourth. I feel like Crown has been slotted at this point. <laughs> Dude, It. I, I was actually saying that to somebody uh, – I'm teaching high school band camp right now, and he's a Crown alumni, but he uh, marched some years after me. But and he was in the brass line. He was asking me, "Do you think like Crown drums can like move up?" I was like, "Nope, I think they got slotted." Yep. <laughs> I mean, that was my honest opinion. I was like, "I just I think that they got slotted," and that's unfortunate. But and I don't it know why that is every year for some reason. They both the at Atlanta and Nightbeat though they were third in achievement. Over like in the percussion subcaptions over who blue coats over blue coats okay and like fourth in content maybe fifth in content at one um but like clearly undeniably just playing s- super consistently great all season in my opinion probably the most consistent out of anybody when it comes to the drumline world in the pit i think i've said this too i think that their pit is better than they have been and f- showcased and featured more than they have been in the past couple years um it is i think at the end of the day too it is super competitive like the top five six like could be mixed up almost on any given night yeah i mean in my opinion if judges are doing it the right way and based on like who was the better group tonight like who played the best but i don't think that that always happens i think people get slotted yeah Um, this year is a true example of just the whole top six could all be interchanged on a given night depending on the judge who had a bad run and a good run. There you're you're essentially splitting hairs. It's the perfect example of those top groups being defined by just the very, very tiny little mistakes. And I it's it, I love it because it means I get to watch more high quality drum lines. But it's I th- it makes it more intriguing as a fan too, just because you can't really truly predict what's gonna happen. Maybe after after prelims and after semis night, two nights are done, you're pretty much going to have a good idea who has a shot based on where they placed the first two nights. Yeah. But I think it makes it interesting. And there's been a lot of change up just within like the top two, BD and Blue Coat switching around, and then like five, six, like Cavaliers. I don't think the cadets were in six. I think they're actually getting smashed overall. But yeah, the core is not doing so hot compared to what they normally yeah. do. That show sucks. It's absolutely terrible. I still um, have not seen it because I keep hearing how bad it is. 
<laughs> and I just, just I enjoy I enjoy their drum lines so much that I don't want to tarnish my opinion of them by watching the show. I'll watch it at finals or at Allentown on the stream or something. I will watch it, but I'm purposefully avoiding it for right now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's not a good look when fans are legitimately saying, I don't want to watch your show because it'll ruin my opinion of one of your sections. You have it's done so something weird, wrong. And it's paced so poorly. I mean, we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about them and then we'll jump back to Kelly's like, and you'll have to watch it. I'll let you watch this weekend if you want to use the count. Okay. But it Allentown's this weekend. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. dude, it's just so boring to watch. And I feel bad. That's nothing against the performers or the kids, the members themselves. Yeah, they can't like, control the show design. Can't control that. But I'm just like, man, this show sucks. Literally yeah. sucks. That happens sometimes. Um, it well, another thing too that's kind of weird is as I was watching, I was like, man, they don't move super great which they usually are hauling and moving and running and like visual like very hardcore about their visual program yeah. like last year's but show? i was just like i love it they don't move on i loved the cadet show last year it was aggressive and just fast and difficult and a lot of although it was more sorry go ahead no you, go ahead i was gonna cut you off finish that one last year's show no awesome. last year's show was just great i mean it was just fun to watch and i think it's funny how you can have a show like that and then completely follow it up with something that is just a dud. Like, just completely miss the mark. It's funny, too, because the – I was just talking about the visual demand or visual not not greatness. That was terribly worded. <laughs> but anyway, the drumline actually moves pretty well, which makes sense for a couple reasons. I think a lot of those dudes march indoor. Yeah. And so they just move and carry themselves all year. But – I was like, man, the batter, like everything about the percussion section is just elevated above the rest of the core. I mean, that shows that's reflected in the recaps I mean, yeah, too. I mean, I mean, that's not rocket science, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's great. So, although I love watching their drumline play, but I hate the Remo suede heads. Hates a strong word. Don't like the Remo suede heads. The black suede new? black max. Oh, the black maxes. Yeah. I used them I in just, 2010. I like the regular black mags, man. Oh, just there's use a the regular black. There's, there's yeah, difference? it's like a matte finish. It's a little bit oh. more like warmer, but it sounds like a dud to me. Huh. I think actually Cavaliers got rid of them and went back oh. to the regular <laughs> black mags. So, good so for you speaking guys. of the Cavaliers, as a segue, let's jump over to those guys. And so they, I think, are a product of the judging changes that have been made. And because I see videos of parts of their show that are super easy and even though they're easy, aren't played that great. Like they just aren't spending a whole lot of time on it. And then there's other parts that are Mike McIntosh craziness and they play the hell out of it. And you told me that having seen their show, that those hard parts are the exposed moments where the judge can actually evaluate them. So, did Ma did Macintosh play the game this year? He, it seems like he played the game. I mean, I had another friend of mine message me, and he was just like, "Man, if I only watched the Cavaliers like show like on the field, I would be like, dang, they're playing some hard stuff because their exposed moments and their feature moments, the drumline and the pit. It's like, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, the pit has some crazy stuff where they're splitting runs. They're doing like the hand to hands within the one player stand on the front side of the keyboard on the back side and then mm -hmm. rotating around their pits sick. Oh, their pits but, always phenomenal. 
yeah, the drumline, you watch the show and you're like, man, they're they're playing some stuff. But then you watch the lot videos and you're like, oh, that was cool. And then there's like three minutes of this is the easiest thing I've seen somebody play in a top 12 drum court. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it's wild. So maybe he's just playing the game. They don't. They're probably not working on that stuff that much. I mean, they're, they're working on the fifth. feature moments. They're getting fifth. Dude, I mean, yeah, they, they're not getting their butts kicked. They're beating a lot of people that are playing a lot harder stuff at mo- for most of their show. And I, I, I almost I don't know Mike McIntosh. I think I met him once. He judged a high school group, and I did a critique with him and talked to him for a minute. But I don't know him like some of our friends do. But from what I've heard, it kind of seems like he might be the, that guy that would do that. The first year they made the changes because he didn't agree with what they were doing by taking the judge off the field. Well, even if he just – whether the motive of that was like, I don't agree with it, or the motive of just, <laughs> I'm not going to make us have to work super hard on all these other moments when we only have to focus on these moments to I get mean, the credit it, that we need. It, it is a practicality <laughs> thing. Beyond anything else, so, it's definitely just a pra- practicality thing. So, I mean, Dan Shack talked about that in his flow marching article that he recently wrote about um, what groups changes. are what groups are practicing now is definitely yeah. different. They have their moments where they it's their ensemble moments. He's like, we don't hit this in our percussion sectional time. We just know it's a moment that hey, these beats are effective enough for the overall show and the general effect of the show. But they're not too challenging that we can't that we're gonna have to spend time cleaning them outside of ensemble. So when percussion ensemble, we can just focus on our feature moments. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot more to that article that people should read. Um, <laughs> nice little plug there. I mean, it's good stuff. It's good content. Um, I'll always plug that. People should get paid oh, yeah. for the work they do. I don't for care. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Hundred percent agree. But yeah, Cavaliers, man, playing the game. I mean, I love the exposed moments. I think yeah. it's typical Macintosh. It's it's rhythmically funky. It's hard. It sounds great. And they play the hell out of it. But For the sure. rest of it, yep. they look like they're bored out of their minds because they probably are. <laughs> but All right. we'll Moving see what happens on. with them. I think they've been slotted too. I think, yeah, I think the cadets well, will Well, it also them. doesn't help I think, too, the will... I think their core is – well, actually, I don't know what place the core is. No, the core they is might be... fine. Are they? I think the core is not doing bad at all. That's what – that's one show too that watching at the uh, Atlanta Regional has developed a lot more as um, the season's gone on. Yeah, it just developed a lot more as the season's gone on. And early season, I saw it like maybe a little in the first two shows of the summer, and I was just like, "Wow, I, I do not like this at all." <laughs> um, I still don't know why they fall down at the very end of the show. I don't know what that's Dude, all about. I don't. But I don't know why eighty percent of drum corps do ninety percent of the stuff they do throughout their shows. I'm just a drum head. But I'm getting better. I'm learning. I'm starting to watch a lot more than just drums when I watch drum course shows. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think they're just going to end up in fifth or sixth. I think the cadets will beat the Cavaliers by finals because I think the Cav- cadets' drum line is better. Would you agree with that? I mean, depends on how far they drop. You mean the core? Um, how far the core drops? Yeah. I mean, that's... And I mean, they're in ninth right now. That's going to be tough. It'll be amazing if a ninth place core drum line, percussion section can finish top four or like top five. It's 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 a yeah, shame it's I that think, way, uh, but going on that early on finals night really does like having four other groups between you and the groups you're actually competing with in percussion land. It does affect it. The only time that really happened successfully that I can remember of recent time was 2010 when Phantom Regiment was in like seventh place as a core and one drums. 
Well, Phantom Regiment that year was undeniably the best drum line, the best percussion section. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even close between everybody else. If, if my memory serves right, I don't think it was close. Oh, no, they were definitely the best. Okay. Just making sure I wasn't misremembering or blowing things out of proportion. So, after Cadets and Cavies, you said BK was in seventh? BK. Yeah. They're, it's just, I feel like they're just, is, the, is their core around seventh place, too? You know? The core is around, well, they were in seventh. So, sevens across the board. Kind yeah, of I mean. Catches. But, dude, I love that drum line this year. I don't know. It's just I like them. Every I feel like year. it's a, I feel like it's a good blend of beef to musicality. I think there's been years of past where I'm like I just I just want you to play a little bit more. It's super musical. The dynamic contrast is through the roof. Well, this year they are playing a little more, and yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Sadly, I just think it's on a year where the big established names ahead of them are also having a really good year. Like, if it was a different year where maybe the cadets were off, the cabbies were off, like, the last couple of years, like, I think they could make a statement and kind of make a stronger finish. But I, I think it's just – it's a really good year for DCI percussion. It is it's really just strong. It's a really strong year. Yeah. There's not and a whole lot of, like, groups that are like, wow, they're far and away in a tier of their own. Like, there's a ton just in that – S tier or top tier of of achievement. And as we go down and get further down here, this list, I somebody told me once, and it was like, okay, you think they should be scoring higher over what groups? Yeah, and it's like uh, it's tough to do because like you want to put up like, oh yeah, I want to move them up my list, but then you're like, who do I move them over? I'm like, I don't know. This group's really good too. This group's really good too. Yeah, I well, I think who do I take seven, them? So seventh is probably where BK should be. Like I think it's I think in seventh place this year is respectable. Like that's not a bad finish, dude. Like we'll, tenth place is gonna be respectable this year. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. I can't wait to go to finals. I, I think it's gonna be a good time. So, BK is just BK. Beefier book had a great year on an, an up year for everybody else. So it's just a crazy dogfight. I don't think those guys should feel bad at all about a seventh place finish. I think it's just a hell of a year. So after them, was it Boston? Yeah, Boston. Well, it was Boston at Atlanta, but they got beat by Blue Stars at night beat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Have they and, won? Has Bo- okay, so Boston, we, t- we talked, I, t- I talked about the fours on the last episode on our early season impressions. Have they watered yeah. the book at all? Because it is insanely hard. I don't think so. Oh man, did they play? They play well. It's just all right. This is my thing when I watch their show, and I think what I noticed with their moments versus other groups is all their percussion moments sounded the same. It was like a ram of constant notes. I mean, that's like kind of just, just McNutt. It's isn't, like hasn't that been McNutt's to... mo the past like five seasons? It's like we're gonna fit the most amount of notes we can in this eight bars as we possibly can, and it's like you're screaming in my face the whole time. This yeah. sounds the exact same as the last one. Long triplet rolls, four strokes, long triplet rolls, really fast triplet rolls. It's like, okay, I get it. You guys play a ton of notes, and they got dogged in content at one of the shows. Like they were in like tenth in content, and you're like, well, I, I can't say that I completely disagree with that. I mean. 
you hear it and you're like, yeah, it's really hard, really hard. But it but doesn't do anything where's the, to the listener. Where's the variety? Like, yeah, where's yeah. the musicality? Like, where's the support to like, I don't know. So, and they're probably they're playing stuff in their book that I I can't play. Like no. I was like, oh, I can't yeah. do that. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff so, in there that I couldn't even hope. But I mean, we we both have old man hands at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't know if I could ever play it. I don't know if I could play fours. I don't know if that's a skill set that I have. I feel like that's a skill but, set you have to specifically practice to be able to do. Like you can't. Like if you ask, remember how Manny used to play those incredible fours like in Pulse when he was marching? Yeah, like in 2011, like when it was we like were an marching. I snare drum champion. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee he practiced those fours. Or, oh, I'm going to be wrong, he might have just been a just freak of nature when it, it came to yeah. drumming. But I would think that's the kind of skill set that's not really developed, except maybe by threes. But... Dude, I don't know. They're they're getting dogged. And, like I said, who, who do you put them over? The groups ahead of them are all good doing well. I, I think eighth is right. I think eighth or ninth is correct. Yeah. Did they play some hard stuff? Yeah, I just, need to. Sorry, I go on. I still, I still don't like the snare drum tuning. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't favorite. liked the snare drum tuning at Boston in probably since McNutt got there. What three years ago? Four years ago? Whatever it was. I think this it's just is too high, year, man. Those top say. heads are like tabletops. At least uh, they're they super dry, like man. Didn't, yeah. didn't we have someone reach out to us after we talked about that once and said they they actually feel pretty good to play on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it was somebody who was in the line. I yeah, remember or, that or one in of one of YouTube those comments. Lines. He was like, oh, they actually feel pretty good to play on. I'm like, well, doesn't sound like it, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take your opinion over mine. I've never yeah, played I mean, on them. So. That person's done it, so his opinion is obviously more accurate than ours. We're just going by what it sounds like. But historically, in my experience, if a – top head sounds like that it's probably not been the most comfortable thing to play on just for me as a personally yeah they sound reefed in the bottom sound right. and boxy but whatever so moving on you said the blue stars jumped them they beat them the net they beat them the show after um and has their actually show since at then? night or at atlanta phantom finished ninth right after boston but phantom wasn't at night beat or wait, yeah, they were. So they kind of flip-flopped around that area. Okay. You know, I, but, I checked out some Phantom earlier today in preparation for, for recording this, and they're pretty good. I They are good. They're solid. Especially the snails. I, I mean, which, if you're going to have a good section, you definitely want it to be that one, I guess. It carries a lot of weight as far yeah. as, like, what, especially now, what a judge is able to hear. It's just the most exposed. From it's the most exposed yeah. instrument in the drumline. Most articulate. Well, beyond bass unisons. Bass unisons are very exposed. Uh, everybody hears those. But I, I think it's a solid year. I think they're a whole lot better than last year. Um, so kudos to them. Uh, shout out I saw to... saw a lot of video, and they played some really good roles. But yeah. I was like, the quads did not have a good good uh, a good a time in the lot video I saw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody has bad nights. It happens. Especially the farther yeah. you go down the rankings the consistency night to night is really what I think is the biggest differentiator. Once you get to the less experience or the, the lower finishing cores typically have less experienced members. And so the consistency can be a little hit or miss from day to day, but that's just part of the game. Um, so Phantom, 
Who else is right after Blue them? Stars. Blue Stars. I, you know. F- FCO. Despite I marched there, can't believe it's been nine years, um, I haven't seen a single video. I, no, I saw the Vic Firth learn the music video from spring training. And I didn't have time today because I worked, then taught band, and then now I'm doing this. But have you seen them? There's some recent ones. That, yeah, they're I, they're good, man. Um, they play a little, like, I, I was going to say boxy, but they don't play boxy, but I feel like they play within a box. Okay, that's like, what I was getting ready to clarify. The, Do you mean, the, like... The high end doesn't quite... I don't know. Like, I feel like there'd be a little bit more punch on the high end, like the nine to three, like the nine. I'm like, I, I want a little bit more, but yeah, they play well. Yeah. Who's cause Shriver's not there anymore. Who is running that program now? Is it, isn't this year a new staff? Yeah, it's a new staff. I can't remember the dude's name. He comes from the West coast. He had some affiliation. I think he works as like a caption or battery caption head at RCC. Um, Oh I can't yeah, remember that's name, right. I can't remember the name either, but we talked about this. Um, when but then, they, like Joey's there announced. teaching the bass drums now. Yeah, um, Joey's the man. And I've heard good things. Yeah, Joey can teach some bass drums. Um, but yeah, they're doing well. I mean, I think that they're doing better. Like they're kind of like a little bit. They're better than they were last year, in my opinion. So. Okay, I don't envy them for wearing those um, lumberjack uniforms. Well, the uniform and the, in general, yeah, the toboggans, but, man. Ooh. Man, those hats have to be so hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I'd be like taking it off and like sweat, swiping, wiping sweat off my forehead. <laughs> oh my gosh! As soon as the show's over and like we're going to field, just rip that thing off my head every time. Oh, I bet I'm, those like, things smell terrible. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Jeez. Probably not even dried out night so tonight. Anyone, Just so much sweat. If anyone listens to this that's marching Blue Stars this summer, let us know. How do they smell? <laughs> <laughs> Keep them under the bus, not oh, on the bus. <laughs> I wouldn't want those on the bus. They'd be... Yeah, I don't know where I'd want to keep that. Jeez, keep it oh. in my snare, bu- uh, uh, my Prob- snare bag. Probably, equipment I'd probably. Truck. I'd probably keep it on the equipment truck in my my snare case with the yeah. drum. But all right, <laughs> that's a totally different aside. But whatever. Uh, after them, what do we got? Remind me. Uh, Blue Stars Crossman, the Bones. Have they cleaned Dude. up despite their crazy hard body? There's not a lot of videos actually. I was looking on YouTube yesterday and today and there's like one video from like muncie indiana which is almost a month ago and then there's one from like san antonio maybe which is like a week ago and i was like well it was a not a good angle okay they were like so i was like "Mm, there's better stuff in here but they're still letting some stuff fly sounds like uh Um, drumline av needs to step up his game get on that (laughs) (laughs) calling out evan um But they're doing well, so I'm assuming that they've gotten cleaned better up some. and cleaned up because they are moving up early season. They were they're getting rocked in some percussion mm-hmm. caption, uh, but now they're I mean sitting ninth, eleventh overall. They were ninth in achievement at ATL. So that's I mean, all. That's great. That's cool. Yeah, they beat Blue Stars, Phantom, and and Clarity in achievement. So wow. I mean, it's all pretty tight in there. We start getting down here at the bottom twelve of finals ish. Yeah. <laughs> So who was the one after Crossman? Spirit. Okay. Made I finals have... and made finals and drums. I don't think they made. I don't think they were top twelve at that show. No, I don't think the court did. They uh, they're getting close, man. They might squeak in the twelfth. It's it's gonna be a dogfight. 
Uh, it usually is every year for 12th place, man. Usually there's course, like three cores Phantom is 12th overall at the oh, show man. in Atlanta. <laughs> Talk about how the mighty have fallen. Well, yeah. Okay. Phantom fell years ago. Because they I were mean, like they in the top as soon six. As left. Yeah, as soon as Renick left, there was a huge drop off. Not only in Drumland, but like the core in general. Just and but they were still always in finals, solidly in the middle of the pack of the top twelve, like bouncing around in that middle range, like six to nine, somewhere in there. But man, for them not when's the last time Phantom didn't make finals? Do we know? I don't know. And I mean I think that they will make finals. That's crazy to even feel Talk like I'm contemplating. It. Yeah. Uh, but I think that they'll be in there and they'll get a little bit cleaner. I mean, their, sh- their stuff's hard. They got a lot of demand that I think kind of helps them over some of the groups that are right behind them, like the Spirits, Colts Academy. Mm-hmm. So I just don't see any of those groups jumping them for that 12th yeah. spot. I, I, I could even see Phantom jumping to like 10th, like Mandarins were 10th at, um, at the Atlanta Regional. But it was all, it was all fairly close. I mean... It's going to be a cutthroat finish. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw a video of the scouts from Atlanta. Um, they were better than I thought they were going to be, just from everything I've heard about the core having a struggling year, like finishing in 17th right now or something. I was expecting worse, and so I was pleasantly surprised. The biggest thing is I think the book is too hard, and so because of that, there's a lot of clarity that happens in the middle of phrases, but they struggle a lot at the beginning and to end them. And that's just yeah, a symptom it, of inexper- more exper- inexperienced members trying to play music that is a little bit above their experience and ability level right now. Yeah, I think it's just wildly overwritten for the consistency, consistency that you need to get bumped up higher. Um, yes. And I think that they did the opposite of what Mac did um, as far as or not saying that Mac did that on purpose like but what we were just talking about with <laughs> but I watched their videos and I'm like man you guys are playing notes all the time too like this is too hard too much uh, it's just too much yeah pick your battles is it say. worth it is so, it worth it yeah there's there's a lot of stuff going on yeah also, a random shout-out. I saw a random video because I know someone that's marching in Jersey Surf's baseline and their snare line, and their snare line and baseline. They're not bad. Jersey Surf, I was actually like, raised my eyebrows a little bit. At least the video yeah, I man. saw was solid. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, some of those groups that are a little bit under or having much better years. Surf is better. Uh, Pacific Crest is a lot better, even as overall as a core. I think they're beating scouts overall right now. Wow. Um, I, I think you're right. I think I saw that. I don't know if they did at the... Yeah, they did beat them, actually, at the Atlanta Regional. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Colts percussion section is strong. Their baseline is yeah. really good. Dude, they're, um, they're very good. Uh, Mandarins are, like, beating cadets in brass and stuff. It's kind of wild. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's probably justifiable. I mean, I mean, I'm not dude, doubting. Till, I'm dude, just like, you, wait till you see this cadet show. <laughs> I never even. thought that I would hear the statement <laughs> that the cadets got beat by the mandarins in anything, and that is not like a downplay on the mandarins as a core, but just in my entire drum core knowledge, like the entire time I've been following the activity, the cadets have been one of the top dogs. 
like won gold medals, won drum trophies. I mean, to think like what is going I understand the George Hopkins fallout. I understand, but like Tom is back there, the percussion section's on point, like they're competitive every year. Is it just they just need to get the, ob, well obviously the show design they I mean, got a dud this year. But your show design doesn't they affect did. how well your brass plays. Yeah, I mean the cadets did beat them at brass at the Atlanta Regional, but just for some food for thought, they were twelfth in a GE, tenth uh, in another, eleventh in another. Like, like just now, that is show smoked. design fault. But eleventh and eleventh in visual analysis, like tenth in color guard, like just getting rocked. Like, didn't I make the statement that the cadets show from last summer was my favorite show of that summer? Uh, I think I did. Maybe I think it <laughs> yeah, was I like I I really enjoyed their show last year. It just it almost reminds me of, and I'm not saying Stand by Me from Rhythm X in 2011 is on the level of dud because I actually kind of, that show grows on me every time I watch it. But Inspired in Ten was such a high from a show design standpoint. Like it's almost like that year to year drop. <laughs> Like inspired. Oh, come and on now. Come... <laughs> <laughs> come on now. No, I just said it's I'm not from quite as to large. Fourth those years, it's, not like well, whatever the cadets were to whatever they are now. It's not like comparing the scale, but it's that kind of idea. Like you produce inspired, and then you try something different. Maybe are the cadets just trying something different that didn't work? I don't know. They're just bad. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. I don't know what they did different. But... I I really feel like I need to watch the show now. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I might find They're it bad, except as, soon, for the as soon as we're done recording. I might, I might find it. All right, predictions <laughs> or well, not predictions. We already said that kind of. I think Vanguard's going to win drums. Who do you think? Dude, if, you, I... if you had to say who you think is going to win, who do you think it is? Oh my gosh, it's so hard. I know what like, I, like the very logical thing to say is Vanguard. I, I I would pick Vanguard. Like if I had to put money on it, I would put money on Vanguard. Like gun to your head, who's winning drums? Yeah, I would say Vanguard. Okay. Um, Who do you? I feel want like they've also been drums? slotted at the top. Uh, somebody different. <laughs> Someone that's um, not BD or Vanguard. Dude, I would love for Crown to win a drum I would trophy, love for or Bluecoats Blue to win a drum Crown trophy. Neither of them have. One. No, um, they've been close. I don't think that either so of them times. are going to. But. They've been close so many times and just never sealed the deal. I don't think that either of them are going to win, no, but I don't think so either. I think it's slotted. I think it's just going to stay the way it is. Yeah, me too. No matter how they play. So, irrespective of that, sorry, I just got really quiet. I think that's fine. Who do you think has the best snare line? What are we talking? Just like who do I think is the best who or do you like think the most consistent or is the best snare line for whatever your own personal criteria is who is the best snare line in DCI this right now um, <laughs> <laughs> um crown okay i think that they just have the most consistent sound and quality player to player and execution day to day okay we could I, go by we could go by sections. All right, you're gonna give sections, what, and then I'll let that's you. That's what we're gonna do. Um, All right. Yeah. I my snare line is this. This is a lot. Hard. I start. I hadn't actually thought about my answer before I asked you the question, and as you were deliberating, I was like, "Oh crap! I have no idea what I'm gonna say." Um, I said earlier that blue coats 
clean is better than Vanguard's clean. Um, I think see, like all the top groups have moments where you're like, God, that's perfect. Just pick one. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you're rushing me. I'm still I'm I'm him hawing because I don't know. Um, I would say right now, blue coats or Vanguard are probably the best snare line. Gotcha. I feel like the other, some of the but, other sections are easier for me to. I, I would say so too. But between those two, I think I think blue coats, Vanguard, and Crown are really close. Like you're you're talking really. Today's close. snare line is pretty good too. But I, I know. All right. All right. Whatever, best uh, All right. best quad, quad line. line. You're going first. Cadets. Yeah, cadets. I, cadets. I think that one's easy for me. That's real easy. They're incredible. Now this is coming from two snare drummers. If anyone's a quad drummer out there, please comment on why we're stupid and wrong. But uh, please defend wrong. your opinion. <laughs> defend your opinion. Qualify why we're wrong. But I, I'm pretty positive that in my eyes, the cadets quad line is great. Same. Play a ton of notes. They all they look identical from each other when they play. It's smooth as butter. It's great. Uh, bass lines. Blue coats. Uh, I would agree. I one's easy for me too. I think Blue Coat's baseline is nuts. Yeah, they're they do some stuff that I'm just like I. It was so even, but I have no idea. I need what you to. I need was. to rewind and watch it again. I need to slow it down so I can figure out what rhythm you're playing. But yeah. it's not in the sense that it's bad. It's just it's all smooth as butter. Like so, you know it's good, but you have no idea what they just played. Yeah. No clue. Best so, run ensemble. Have you watched enough? Uh, I have not seen enough to comment. Have you? Uh, Vanguard or Cavies, maybe Cavies Edge. I don't know. They got some pretty cool exposed moments and feature moments. Um, yeah, well, maybe Cavaliers right. give the edge. There but it is. It's kind of ironic. Neither of us said Vanguard for any section, but well, they're winning. I said but Vanguard like kind of for out all four sections. Yeah, every yeah, section true. is good enough. Like the sum of the parts is great, even though they're not like. <laughs> head and shoulders above anybody in any subsection the whole thing just works yeah so cool uh you want to close this out i don't have anything else yeah i think i'm good it'll be uh i'll let you check out allentown and then right now i guess the plan that's already in motion is we're going to go up and watch lots for prelims and semis at indy and then come home and watch finals yeah right so also uh, like you just said, we will be in the lot all day Friday for semis, walking around. We m- think we might have each be wearing an Aged Out Podcast t-shirt, so you'll be able Working to identify what we look like and who we are. And we might, we will update this on the Instagram and Facebook, um, have stickers for the first so many people that come say hi, like stickers for your laptop or whatever. We don't know how many. We got to figure that out first. We'll post an update when we have more info. But after that, I think we're good for today. So I'll remind everyone, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, follow on Instagram, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify, follow on Facebook. All of that stuff helps and make sure you never miss an update on anything we're doing or when new episodes are available. Uh, And we will just see everybody after finals. Peace.